0: This episode is sponsored by Code Chrysalis, Tokyo's number one coding bootcamp. See what a Code Chrysalis education can do for your future. Change your life and learn how to code. All right, welcome to another episode of Tokyo Speaks. I'm your host, Cliff. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, This is a podcast that focuses on the international community here in Tokyo. Yeah, we just pretty much highlight anybody doing cool, interesting, or amazing things here in Tokyo. All right, so with no further ado, I'll let my featured guest introduce himself.
1: Thank you, Cliff. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Menya. Uh, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, near near Boston, Massachusetts. I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, been in Japan for 11 years now, which is a long time. Time flies. And I love it. It's been, every single year I've been here has been uh, a better and better experience the entire time I've been here. Wow. And that's why I'm still here. It's incredible. So happy to be here, happy to do this. And again, yeah, we, we'll probably get into this later, but... We've got a lot of mutual connections, and so I'm excited to explore uh, definitely, definitely some of the things that connect us.
0: And yeah, tell us a little bit about what you do professionally.
1: Yes, I work as a health coach right now. I spent uh, about seven and a half years working as a personal trainer, largely traveling to different locations, so gyms, parks, residences, all kinds of places to work with different people, as well as training um, teams in pretty big companies, some of the bigger Western companies we know, um, and from the from the States in particular. Uh, with a couple of Japanese companies as well. And I did that for a long time, and then I eventually transitioned to what I do now, which is the health coaching work, which is almost all online. So wow. it's a lot of program design, uh, nutrition work, you know, stress assessment, is time it be- management. Is it because that. of COVID it's mostly online? Actually, ironically, actually no. So basically oh. January this year, I launched my new website, and I transitioned fully into oh. the online space. I was wow. doing it for maybe two years before the big jump, but I wasn't sure if i was going to make the leap and then by probably october last year i just decided like i have to do this or i'm never going to do it and then by january i like cut off all the pt in-person stuff and went fully online and then two months later the world went into lockdown (laughs) anyway so fortunately i was i was relatively well suited for that transition because i was already doing it
0: but Mm. um it was just a pure coincidence Okay, so you sure you didn't go to like a fortune teller thing? I did not. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, man. And so you're from, you said near Boston. Near Boston. I'm from a very small town called
1: Medfield, Mass, which nobody's heard of. It's so you claim of. Boston? I basically, cl- I claim outside of Boston. <laughs> I usually say I usually say Boston and then I pull back and I go, oh, I can't say that. So I go I got outside of Boston.
0: Because it's just like with, you reminded me with... Uh, these people who are from Georgia, like yeah. just outside of Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. But they yeah, always yeah, say Atlanta. Yeah, yeah I say Atlanta. <laughs> it's just easier. Honestly, I think I get used to it in Japan
1: as well. Because if you say where I'm from, if you say outside of Boston, everyone knows what that means. There are all these towns that are just outside of Boston. It's like, oh, okay, I know. 20 minutes out, like Newton, Natick, whatever. Yeah. Um, anywhere outside of probably the Northeast, no one has any idea what that means. So it's kind of like ah, uh, Boston. Yeah. And then in Japan, especially, people know MIT, Harvard, whatever. So exactly. like, oh, that area. You're like, yeah, sure, that's the yeah,
0: <laughs> that's the area. Exactly. I have a good friend who's in Boston actually, yeah. um, and he's originally from Cape Cod. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah his name is Todd, so we we'll call him Cape. Cape Todd. Cape Todd. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, I like yeah. It. yeah, and if you were from Cape Cod and you're in
1: Japan, you would never say Cape Cod. Yeah, exactly. You would say Boston. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, why would you? No one's going to know where Cape Cod is. Even <laughs> though anywhere in Northeast, everyone knows where Cape Cod is. Yeah. It's yeah. all relative. It's all
0: cool, relative. man. Welcome to the show. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I've known about, about you, you for some time now yeah. since uh, the Black Experience Japan yes, episode. Yes, yes, Shout yes, out yes. to Ranzo. Ranzo.
1: We're actually, I, I mentioned this earlier, but I'm going to see him tomorrow for... Um, for a video that we we'll would be shooting together, which is exciting. Oh, cool. I think, I actually think, and this may be wrong, he'll correct me later, I, I may have actually been, coincidentally, his first interview. You know what? Yeah, I mean, I, 2017. You might be right. I I, I I I remember I looked at the videos in terms of age, and I went all the way back, and the first thing I saw was maybe an intro video. Or oh, maybe that intro video was the first one, but then there was
0: an interview, and that was fall maybe You 2017? might be right, because as far as I can remember, I think... That was the first episode I watched. Was right? with, with you, yeah. right? And yeah. I
1: didn't even man. I didn't even know YouTube wasn't even on the radar. Yeah, me.
0: I mean, obviously, I knew YouTube
1: was a thing, but I didn't. I didn't know it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was yeah. a thing. So, um, yeah, shout out to him. He's an incredible work, and I love. Yeah, I love. I mean, obviously, you and I have deep appreciation for what he's
0: doing. And, yes, yes. Go check out uh, Black Experience Japan on yes. YouTube. Yes. Uh, yes. Some awesome work, R- Ranzo's doing. Yes. All right, so yeah, so. When did you come? You said 11 years ago. 11 years. I came probably August 27th or 26th, 2009,
1: which was maybe exactly three months after graduating from college. Okay. And
0: did you come here uh, already in fitness or? Oh, uh, great H- question.
1: So, no. Uh, I've always been interested in fitness. When I came to Japan, I came to, t- to teach English okay. for what I thought was going to be seven months. <laughs> <laughs> I had this aunt of mine who was like, you're gonna be there for years. Don't worry about it. And I was like, "This I was like, this is crazy. Well, like, I'm not gonna be here for years. Why would yeah. I to go to Japan for years? Eleven years later. Wow. Uh, so yeah. no, I came to teach English for seven months. I was gonna go back to the states, take my LSATs, and then I was going to go to law school, graduate, practice law. And mm. That was the plan forever. That was the plan since maybe I was 12 years old. Wow. And then, uh, then Japan. And then it all changed. <laughs> and then Japan. <laughs> and then Japan,
0: man. And then Japan. Wow. I mean, so so, what was it about Japan? I don't know. It's this is the this is the age old question. Yeah. Why yeah.
1: Japan? And then for those who stay, why why would you stay? <clears throat> there are a lot of different reasons and I will um there's no chance that I will sufficiently get to all of them. Mm. But if I if I maybe go with some of the big ones that just stand out, um the quality of life in Japan is extraordinary. Um it's clean. People are very clean kind in general In general, yep. um it's easy to look at it now considering how high the tension is in the states in particular but like race relations here in japan like obviously we are black people in japan mm. and we obviously don't look japanese so that mm. sets us apart in a way but it's not the same kind of thing that exists back home mm. um mm. where like I, I like to say the racism is real back yeah home and here it's like it's like it may be a, a minor inconvenience. It's like, ah, uh, you probably don't speak Japanese. Like, ah, uh, no, actually, I don't. And then you move on. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so that's that's another thing is just comfort, safety, security. Not that those are ever issues in particular for me in the States, but I think coming here, you really realized
0: um, how nice it is to just live your life uh, without that hanging over you. That's that's an interesting point mm. um, <clears throat> because, uh, you know, this is around maybe several months ago, I think mm. when, uh, what's the guy who got killed? Oh, um, by the cop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every other name is running through my mind. Timur Rice, yeah, not, not, not yeah, those it's, names. It's been so many yeah, of them, right? <laughs> no, not those like... names. Uh, but anyway, yes, yes. Um, when he got killed, yes, uh, someone said to me on Facebook, they were like, "We well, you know it's good that you moved to Japan, yeah, because um, you know, obviously, I'm a black man, yeah." But I said, you know, I didn't move here because of that. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't move here because of I, I felt unsafe, or yes. but it is nice to know that you you can be in a country and not um have to deal with the things you have to deal with in the correct. u.s right correct and i think a cousin had asked me um i think it was
1: a cousin who's actually older than me asked me um he's basically he's living in kenya mm-hmm. he said to me or he asked me i think it was online he said what's is japan a racist country this mm-hmm. is like around the time black lives matter is getting really big and all the kind of um the protests are going on and and I said the like, yeah, there's there's absolutely racism all over, um, all over Japan. And when you don't look Japanese, it's like straight up you could be Chinese, Korean, whatever, there's the racism is uh, is is here. But I never once in my life have felt threatened or uncomfortable or unsafe in the presence of police officers ever in my life. And I've been stopped for all kinds of random things. I don't have a light in my bike or mm. like I have a nice bicycle. So if I get stopped and they're like, you know, can we see, you know, do you have any registration? Like that process has always been seamless and smooth. I've never had any issues in any way, shape or form. And not once have I felt like this is going the wrong way Mm. because of some stuff that like is kind of under the surface. or like under the, um, you know, some kind of undercurrent of racial tension ever, ever in my life. And I can also safely say that I've been pretty lucky to not really have negative run-ins with police officers, even stateside, but absolutely if I got pulled over today, visiting my mom and dad in the states, the, all that stuff would run through me. Yeah. What right? about yeah. like you know, prep the wallet, this. So it's again, yeah. it's. I think it's, it's a we're in a heightened state right now mm. of of awareness. Yeah. Um, which I think is good, and so that that definitely didn't play a part, at least consciously, in my decision to stay here. But looking at the state of affairs in America now, like I'm certainly happy to be yeah somewhere where I feel safe. Best. all
0: yeah. the time. You put it basically it, exactly how I would put it yeah exactly
1: yeah. so yeah yeah so main reasons again were quality of life at the time quality of life was amazing um i was explore- oh this is a big one so basically coming to japan as an american um like reasonably well educated um no uh, major obligations like no kids or really looming debt in my case 'Cause my parents helped me with college. That was la- <laughs> the last of their <laughs> the last of their gifts, if you will. Good um, on them. Good that on was them. Very, yeah, yeah. R- really, really lucky to come over here and kind of be, you know, free of um of all that. So it's been a really nice um opportunity to explore all of the things. Gotcha. Whether that's like I was telling you earlier, whether that's music or modeling or mm. fitness or whatever. And Japan's made all that possible. Um yeah and, and so that that's the, I think that that's probably the single biggest reason I've stayed is I've just been able to I've been able to do all the things I've always wanted to do and that's been really special. Nice. And then at some point you focused on fitness. Fitness. Correct, exactly. So then at some point um after all the randomness <laughs> <laughs> uh which is wonderful for about so timeline arrived uh taught English for a year and I think 5 months and then I was in Tokyo at the end of that and then I spent a year and <clears throat> Maybe a year, almost a year exactly, exclusively doing modeling and music and random stuff. It was all the craziness all in one, mm-hmm. all packed into one 12 month period. And then at the end of that, I had maybe a year and a half remaining on my visa, which I had, uh, yeah, without getting too complicated, but I had a year and a half remaining on the visa I had. And then I realized I needed to do something that was gonna be sustainable. And yeah. so I was like, ah, oh, let's, let's explore this personal training thing. I've always loved fitness. My two passions have always really been music and fitness, music and fitness. And so I'd done the music thing, and that was wonderful. But it wasn't going to really be sustainable. So I, I decided to explore fitness, got certified, and then began that uh, that journey. Nice. So this is now man. like, that would be 2012,
0: maybe spring kind of things. spring, summer. Gotcha. You know, the thing I think when you, when you first got here, I was talking about was, I, f- I feel like I've, I've known you for the, yeah. first, the first time yeah. we've met in person. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, w- we're in these online communities, yes. and, you know, we have mutual friends. And so, <clears throat> I, you know, yeah, I, you're, I've known about your presence for a while now, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. And um, see the great things you're doing in, in, in the fitness uh, uh, area. So... Talk a little bit about uh, Sogo Fitness, okay. because that's, I think, I've I've known about Sogo for a long time, but I didn't know that you were behind Sogo. Sogo, Sogo yeah. is wonderful. So,
1: it just makes me, every time you hear Sogo, it just makes me smile. So, Sogo Fitness uh, was an idea that was born in fall, winter, fall, I want to say fall of 2015. Gotcha. And at the time, it was not Sogo Fitness or Sogo. It was just hey, let's do these free workouts. And the the, the full story is a bit complicated involving mm. the three founders who started it, but without getting too complicated, we mm. basically wanted to do workouts because we just wanted a place where we could meet that didn't revolve around drinking alcohol or having mm. to deal with cigarette smoke. <laughs> 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 so when you're, at the time, if you go to, 2015, at the time I would have been 27 uh, maybe, mm-hmm. at the time, 2015, that time, five years ago, uh, 27, 28, maybe 28. Mm. Mm. And <clears throat> We just, I mean, I did lots of partying and all the, all the things. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I really, I, you know, some as, I was also at that time working as a personal trainer and I really wanted to kind of grow boot camp culture in Japan because it just didn't exist mm. at all. No one was doing outdoor boot camps. There was maybe like one being that was aware of offered by uh, this foreigner guy who's a personal trainer. But it was, you know, four people or something. And, and just world. to be clear, we're talking about
0: fitness boot camps. Fitness yeah. boot camps. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Not, not no military. Pers- <laughs> yeah, not, not military. Exactly. exactly.
1: Um, so the three of us, myself, uh, Mike Jang and Maha Kikugawa, two of my closest friends here in Japan. Mike, is um, he's American and Maha's Japanese. Okay. Um, we decided to invite our friends to these free workouts, and so by 2016 spring, we were at Yogi Park doing kickboxing and burpees and whatever random stuff. Lots of games. It was gym class for adults, (laughs) and I mean, always has been in terms of boot camp. And we, we to keep this short, Mm -hmm. um. We were volunteering. We've never once charged for boot camp. I've never made any direct money through Sogo at all because it really mm-hmm. operates as basically an NGO. Gotcha. So, um, I guess there's another side of that, but without getting too complicated again. So we basically started with boot camp mm-hmm. and grew that out to acro yoga, yoga, Spartan training, swim, cycling, all kinds of stuff. So at this stage, you know, there are numerous sub communities that do a variety of different um, activities, and all of the people who lead those events or those sub-communities, are also volunteers. So the kind of overhead umbrella organization would be Sogo Fitness, and then the different kind of communities might be like the Run Club. And within the Run Club, you know, we have four different run events, and then there's the there's the kind of body and mind, and within that we've got yoga and this and that. So it's really grown out to this extraordinarily um, impactful, connected fitness community, community yeah. yeah it's wonderful it's and that's incredible. and
0: that's you know you know this podcast you know that, that's that's the biggest theme here is community and mm. so i i recognized that with sogo and it's like wow you know i wanted to you know get get you on to talk about that. Yeah. yeah yeah it's extraordinary sometimes i feel like us as foreigners yeah <clears throat> we we do a lot of things that in in the community and in, mm. in japan that doesn't get notice mm. as much as it mm. should. Mm. 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 Um, and and SoCo Fitness, I think, is one of those things because mm. obviously mm. you have a lot of Japanese mm. participants. It's like, it's like half, exactly always half Japanese. We're doing
1: a survey right now. Uh-huh. It's exactly like 50.4% Japanese and the rest is and that's And that's great. You it's know why? Amazing. I, I, I think that's
0: better than it being like 90%
1: foreigners. No, 100%. Yeah. We, 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 not to confuse the ratios, but yeah, we yeah. absolutely want it to be At least half Japanese. Yeah. And um, that was one of our, from the very beginning, we didn't want this to be some, you know, non Japanese, uh, you know, gathering, gaijin, gaijin whatever thing. Yeah. And those communities are great. There are lots of those, whether it's, uh, you know, know the communities I'm talking about that basically focus on a place for expats or gaijin to kind of come together and do whatever. Nothing wrong with those, but absolutely wonderful um, ideas. But we really wanted to build something that was, um, that was also rooted really in Japan with Japanese people. Yes. And I think it's because of that. um, Although we haven't, I I think we, we may in fact be like, we may actually be the largest, at least that I know of. Yes. Free fitness community in the country, which is insane, but we don't, (laughs) and like it's, I think it's pretty wild. That's very subjective. Yeah. We, um, it's all been organic, and mm. it's all been we've collaborated with you know a variety of companies, whether it's apparel brands like Nike, and Lululemon, or you know water bottle brands or food food brands. We have place to grow, place to grow, exactly. Angela. Yeah, to exactly. Angela, shout out to Angela, shout out to Angela, Angela <laughs> Ortiz, who was on the podcast. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we've I and mean, we've linked up with all kinds of people and done you know wonderful events. Cold Chrysalis, Code Chrysalis. Yes, yes. That was that was actually that was Sogo Fitness. Then co-fit with Leo and Risa, and then that led to us doing the uh, Radio Taiso X event at co with with Yen and
0: um So talk about that a little bit because I don't think with I don't think people listen people who don't live here, yeah, they don't understand the whole Radio Taiso thing. So. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> it's this is funny. fantastic. Yeah.
1: So Radio Taiso. So Radio Taiso. Wa, uh mm-hmm. Radio Tyso is um, so it's it's radio exercise. It's the Taiso part of it, and it's um, the idea was. Ugh, I wish I knew. It. I wish I knew the origin story better. But basically, um, at some point, I want to say maybe in the mid uh, mid twentieth century, maybe it's like nineteen fifties, sixties. I don't know when this thing would have originally started way back. But the the early video is like maybe in the nineties, I think, when mm-hmm. the our first video was shot. Um, it's these the original is three uh, young women mm-hmm. doing exercise on a stage in three different at three different levels. There's a woman sitting on a chair and that's kind of your easy level. And then I think I think you have two other people who are doing I think the same thing. This could be wrong. So there actually might be just be two levels. There's like a chair level and then a standing more difficult level. Gotcha. And by today's fitness standards, it's very easy. <laughs> okay. yeah. It's like you're rotating your arms and rotating your arms and kind of bending forward and then, you know, leaning back. It's it's quite simple.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it became this national... I, I don't, I don't know. Like, phenomenon is the word I want to use. Yeah. But I wasn't... I mean, I wasn't here when it became big. I I came in 2009 and everyone, everyone knows what Gajio yeah. Taiso is. And they do it in schools. They Companies. They do it in offices. Yeah. They do it like, uh, you know, manufacturing plants. I'm Toyota, like everyone will do their jumbi taiso jumbi's like you know preparatory exercise before they start their day of you know manual labor work or whatever it is everywhere they H- do it everywhere ni- exactly Sa- <laughs> exactly yeah. so very we, japanese um, thing very japanese very yeah. ja- everyone does it everyone knows it um and so when we when we were thinking about within um within cofit which is a a, a a a corporate fitness company that a guy named leo fujigami and myself started um probably 2 years ago we were thinking about like what's something we could do that would really connect with Japan and help us um you know transform something that's so iconic, like like Radio Tyson. And people have done this. We're not the first people to think of like yeah. you know, redoing this thing. But we um we redid it in a way that just hadn't been done and we we worked with Son- have you had Sunny on here? You know Sonny B? Sonny no, I, like a, I I know of Sunny B. You know B. what? I'm talking about? Okay. I know of him. Okay. Yeah. You may you may connecting with him yeah. um, for this kind of thing. But anyway, so Sunny, we contacted Sunny and um he, you know, we said, "Hey, man, can you help us shoot a video?" And he said, "Of course." What, what are you, you going to do, Radio Taizo. He's like, "Let's get it in." So we traveled all around Tokyo. We shot it. I want to say maybe seven different locations, and put together this this revamped, crazy <laughs> version <laughs> of uh, of Radio Tyso. And we had a friend. Uh, you call it DX? You said Radio Tyso X X, and okay. the X standing for extreme. Gotcha. So, anyways, the connection to then Coker is we we did this video. It didn't become viral in the way we would have liked, but it, it has gotten a lot of views. So like, okay. we're pretty happy with the fact that it's been watched a lot of times. We were actually featured as well. NHK had a um, a segment, and they, they put about a I want to say like a maybe forty five seconds worth of our clip into their segment. They were talking about radio Tyso and exercise, and so so I mean that for us that was making it. We were <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. we were happy with that. And then uh, it connected to Yan and Kokrasilsk because uh, because of Steffi. Who you shout have? out to Steffi shout yeah. out to Steffi as well yeah All Steffi right. was on the podcast so Steffi uh, I think she reached out to Leo and I together on Facebook I mean everyone's connected right so she yeah. reached out to us and said hey guys uh, you know I watch. we love your video we've been doing it at work would you guys want to come in uh, sorry not at work but she was working there. She maybe she was she might have been in the boot camp or working there I'm not sure at the time but she said would you guys want to come and c- do it with us at co and we said of course so we went in and um, we led the uh, the group Yan and company yeah. uh, at co and um yeah, it was wonderful. It was a great experience. And it was just it was really nice to know that this thing we built um for fun you know impacted people so yeah. much that this organization was like, we're gonna do this each
0: morning. And that <laughs> was that was really cool.
1: I mean it was, yeah. it's a small, small step, but it was yeah, it was fun. Good experience. <clears throat>
0: I haven't been to a Sogo Man, you gotta come. Been. Man. You gotta yeah. come. <laughs> yeah. I know.
1: At some point we do Yogi Yogi Park. So there's boot camp and a whole bunch of other events and um uh Yogi Park is it, it kind of is and always has been our flagship event it's our it's our uh, kind of biggest probably most forward facing public event we do Sunday morning 10am at Yogi Park and um last weekend two weekends ago last weekend i think we had like 93 people and we've had like 110 before it gets really intense mm, it's wow. a lot of people it's not a joke it is a lot of people i've every seen sunday, the pictures but wow yeah every sunday um it's totally free. You could just rock up and join us. It's but then again, we have other events that are quite big. Some some events as much as maybe fifty people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other events that are quite small and intimate. Um, could be, you know, six people doing stuff. So it just you can kind of you can pick what, what you want based on what you want to do, whether it's Spartan training or you wanna just have fun in the park in the sun, that's boot camp. You know, it's really up to you.
0: Cool, man. But yeah. you should join boot camp. I should <laughs> if you should I come join
1: something. I think if you see boot camp, it'll give you a a Really good idea, kind of what SOGO is and like, what we stand for. And and I didn't say this earlier, but it's part of mentioning. um fundamentally um, SOGO, which stands for Suns Out, Guns Out. And then, I mean, the ah, cliche, I didn't, the cliche. I, didn't know that. I yeah. should have said that earlier, exactly. Suns Out, Guns Out. So, spring okay. 2016, we finally settled on that name, Suns Out, Guns <laughs> Out. And then later down the year, we realized it was just way too much for Japanese people to, to, get, to get their sons out to guns. It was just not, not going to work. So but we condensed it to Sogo. So-go. so Oh, that was, that was exactly smart. Exactly. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sogo Fitness. And, um, and fundamentally, as a community, our aim is to spread the love and joy of fitness to the world. Oh, like fun so we're really, honestly, more than even fitness. We're focused on fun and connection. Connection between people, which is why we really want our, our demographic to remain very mixed, yeah. very Japanese, very like not not swing too much one way. So it's yes. a really good, you
0: know, cross section of both of these these worlds. You know, I, I came to that realization uh, myself with the podcast. Mm. Um, initially, it w- it was mainly about uh, you know I was focusing on ta- uh, foreigners, foreign people living here, yeah. And but then I said, you know, you know, I'm going to a lot of these events, and you know, Japanese. Mm. Are part of this community absolutely as well. You know, we, so. we absolutely we are yeah. we are the
1: tiny minority in yeah. their bigger case. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then
0: you know I even actually feel that yeah, you know some of these Japanese people are they feel more comfortable in yeah. in these you know foreign yes. based communities yes, um, yes. as opposed to you know regular Japanese society. regular Japanese yeah. society Co-
1: completely correct and in fact our especially. Uh, the leaders we have on our team who are Japanese, in particular, um, one of whom I had on my 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 little video cast show. Her name is Rudy. Mm-hmm. She's moving to Canada um, next year, her permanently. Her um, one of the topics we focused on was what it's like, in particular, to be a Japanese person and to live abroad for a period of time. Let's say like a year or more, like long enough to kind of get a real. Taste for what it is to live abroad, and then what it is to come back to Japan and try to fit back into Japanese society. And the way she described it, and I loved it, is once you leave the box that is Japan, you cannot reinsert yourself in the box the same way. Mm. And you know, maybe an American idiom that makes sense there is like, "Ignorance is." I don't. This sounds bad. I'm not to, not to call Japanese people ignorant, but in a sense, ignorance is bliss. Like when you don't know what it's like to live outside yes. of this country, I mean, we could say this about America too, right? Yes. Right. When you don't know what it's like to live outside of your space, your community, your whatever, and then you 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 live somewhere else for a while and you realize like, wow, there is, you know, that is, the way I was raised is only one way that mm. you can be raised or that's only one school of thought or, one, you know, there are so many mm. and that diversity is what creates the richness that is different cultures, different communities, different ways of thinking And so anyway, so when she came back, now she's been back here for years and she's like, I just, I don't know if I can do this anymore. (laughs) And and I think that happens to a lot of people. And so a lot of the people we have who come to Sogo, they're people who are either interested in like kind of seeing a little bit of that or they're people who, like Rudy, already lived abroad and they came back and they're like, ah, this is a little bit too much. I need like a place where I can at least connect with some people who are, you know, a little bit internationalized like me. And so it's a very internationalized Japanese community. It's not... A very very like, we say this all the time. Japanese Japanese, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of kind of um, the people who come are not particularly Japanese Japanese. They tend to be a little bit, um, a little bit more. I don't want to say open minded because that makes it sound like Japanese people are not open minded, but I think you know what I mean. Yeah a little yeah, more, yeah, I, I totally uh,
0: flexible maybe. And uh, yeah, so a lot of the guests that we've had on that I've had on is um, same the same feeling I, I mm. think that I get from them, mm. and I don't think I've. I'm trying to think i don't think i've actually interviewed a japanese person who, who who's never been abroad right you know at least for a year or <laughs> yeah, so it's like you know what i'm saying it's so, a
1: different it's a different brand of japanese it uh, is it's like a completely <laughs> yeah, man everyone who, who deals with sogo every every japanese person who comes to sogo is that kind of person or like i said there's somebody who's at least interested in whatever that they don't know what it is, but whatever that thing is, mm. and then if they stay, it's because they get a taste for it, and they're like, "Oh, this is actually great," and then they and then they stay. So we have tons of Japanese people who join, but it's it's those who are interested in something that's a little bit different than mm. what the normal Japanese offering would be. Those are the ones who stay. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: All right, so let's uh, talk about uh, your, your. Let's go back to your uh, mental health coaching. And, yes. Um, You know, this is a great topic, I I think, uh, especially right now Mm. with COVID Mm. and, Mm. you know, I'm pretty burnt out from the year as, as, you know, as everybody else is. Um, But, you know, I I was thinking about what you offer Mm. and I I realized that, you know, me as I've always been a active person Mm. for the most part Mm. um, growing up heavy in the sports, you know, basketball, baseball and then. Mainly basketball, and you know, run sometimes. But the point is, um, I think the last five six years, I've just kind of let myself go a mm. bit yeah. and taken my health for granted mm. and my youth for granted. Mm. So I'm, I'm I'm very interested in, in how you are you are connecting with these people here in mm. Japan who feel the same way. Mm. You know, people. <laughs> you know, who have very sp- stressful jobs yep. in finance yep. or tech yep. or, you know, some type of executive. Yep. So so talk about that a little bit and, in, in, you know, the people you're helping. So um, I'll start with maybe the, the
1: demographic uh, that I work with most. So I, I tend to work with, like, as you mentioned, people who are in uh, finance, recruiting, tech, um, you know, multinationals, Attorneys, um, lots of expats who have come over here on contracts that might be for a year or two years or three years, and and then some people who have been here for you know extended periods of time, but usually in those kinds of capacities. In general, mm-hmm. um, I have worked with people from all walks of life, but in general, that's probably the the group that I tend to uh, do most of my work with. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, those are all people who have got you know pretty high stress jobs, and they're trying to balance this very fast paced. Um, transient Tokyo lifestyle mm. thing, and you know, trying to trying to maximize uh, their work potential, but also being here in Japan, like trying to maximize the experience that is Japan. Mm. And so that's a very relevant factor. You have people who are not just living here because they live here. But you have people who are living here because they want to explore mm. all all that it is to be in Japan. So people want to eat all the food, they want to drink all the drinks, they want to go to all the places. So when it comes to to then you know balancing your health. Uh, with the combined stress of work and the desire to relieve stress by eating all the things, drinking all the things, going to other places, it kind of adds, a, I think, an additional layer of complication. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know me living in Boston, just commuting to my job and then going back home. Like I'm in Boston. I'm kind of just, it's Boston. Like yeah. it's home. I'm not, you know, every weekend I'm not excited to like go to Vermont to do this and every weekend I'm not excited to go to here. Whereas when you live in Tokyo, every weekend is like an opportunity to go do something you haven't done yet or go eat some food. You so I think that, that adds another layer to the whole um, to the whole process. And so what it is I do with people um, is is really just like boil it down. I mean, at the end of the day, everyone I work with has come to me and said, hey, this is what I'm dealing with and I know I need to change something. So you'd mention yourself, you kind of feel like maybe I've let myself go a little bit over the past couple of years, maybe not as active with basketball, maybe not paying as much attention to how you eat, whatever those things yeah. are. And for reference, you look great. So that you, <laughs> regardless, I think you're doing all right. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. but, I, but I understand what you're saying. And yeah. it's been a stressful year. Lots of people... Yeah, I put on weight this year. Reese put on weight this year. Everyone's put on weight this year. And you know, some people are actively getting it off. Some people are still getting weight. Um, emotions are high because of what's going on in the States, COVID, everything. So it's a it's a difficult year on top of the factors I just mentioned. So with the people I work with, it we just really try to as much as possible focus on the why, which is like why, why do you, and I usually I it's lots of question asking, you know, why why is it even important for you to improve your health as opposed to me selling you on hey man you got to get back in shape like that's not my thing i'm i'm, I'm not running around telling people like hey you want to look like me this is what you do that's, <laughs> that's not what it's about it's like why are you interested in getting back in shape and most people it's a similar similar answer it's you know i feel like i feel like i'm um i'm not for some people it's that they feel like they're not performing their best and they're not quite sure why but they think it has something to do with not moving enough and being too stressed somebody mm-hmm. else might say I've put on, you know, eighteen kilos since I moved to Japan five years ago, and that's just not okay. And I need to do something about it.
0: Too much ramen and yeah, too much ramen and and drinking and all kinds (laughs) of yeah, of
1: course. So, so yeah, we just simplify. We say, all right, so this is you know where where are you at now? This is where I'm at. Where are you trying to get to? This is where I'm trying to get to. And it's it's real simple, but based on that, we really just try to um, build out a plan for getting from where people are today to where they're trying to get to in a period of time between three, six, or 12 months. Um, And a lot of people I work with, we go the 12-month route, not because it's not possible to achieve the kind of short-term goals within three or six months, but because what I really focus on is making small, sustainable shifts to one's lifestyle, one's one's behaviors, one's habits, because that's where lasting change is built. Mm. And so, like in your case, if you haven't been playing basketball, you're not really paying attention to how you eat, You, you might, and again, I know, I don't know what your situations like at all, but you might consider like, all right, when was I happiest and when did I feel most fit when I was playing basketball twice a week? How much are you playing now? Zero times a week. Mm-hmm. Maybe try throwing in basketball once a week. And then you look yeah. at your calendar, like, all right, how do I effectively build in an hour and a half of basketball each week? Like, that's not unreasonable. Like, you, yeah. probably, you can probably do that. But it takes like sitting down and actually going, all right, when do I do this? And like, how do I build it in? And then you build it in. And then, you know, three weeks from now, after playing basketball three, four times, you're like, I feel, you know, I already feel better great and then you move on to the next thing. So it's very it's kind of it's very simple in a way but it really just takes stopping uh getting clear on your why, mm. writing down your goals and then building out an effective plan for making those goals uh possible.
0: You know, one interesting thing I remember from uh, one of the testimonials that I yeah. saw on your web- website yeah. was uh, a lady was talking about how um even something like just not being able to understand yes. um like the food labels here Kate, and, this is Kate. and Kate. yeah yeah cake. Yeah, okay yeah, yeah, yeah. and um yeah, just even something like that or, or not... Specific mm. to Japan, yeah. Yeah, exactly. specifically with Japan, not exactly. knowing about the fruits exactly. here <laughs> Exactly. Stuff like You're
1: that. How like, should? So when I walk into a supermarket, like, what do I do? Yeah. I and mean, that's as yeah. simple as... And then it's twofold, so lots of people don't spend lots of time looking at nutrition facts in general. And then additionally, here you are in Tokyo and your nutrition facts are in Japanese. <laughs> yeah. Like, I already <laughs> wasn't really looking like, at these and now it's in Japanese. It's like, so oh, like, it looks good. All right, I'll just go with exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so we actually... She lives quite nearby to where I live. We actually... One of our... Uh, consultations. We met at the supermarket between where we lived, and I walked her through the supermarket and showed her how to read nutrition facts and like how to actually like where she should be looking when she comes in for a quick bite. You know what? You know all that stuff. We ran through all that with the course of an hour, and that was hugely powerful for her, just because it's enriching. Because at the end of the day, knowledge is power. And so yes. the whole coaching process with me, it's it's not about like you know losing weight is one thing, and that's a hundred percent possible. Like with everyone I work with, I want them to get the result they want. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, I want everyone to Learn and understand enough to then go off and do and continue excelling on their own. Which, to bring this back to Code Crystallis, it's real similar. You come in for a boot camp, obviously, over the course of however long that boot camp is with Code Crystallis, you're going to learn to code yes. in whatever languages you learn and whatever, but a lot of it's going to be educational. You're going to learn a tremendous amount about you know, what is coding, what, you know, probably a little bit about the origin of it, why does it matter, what are the applications, all that stuff is relevant. Mm-hmm. And I think with fitness, it's so easy to think, I want to lose. 10 pounds or 20 pounds or whatever. But if you just focused on that one thing, you would you'd be denying yourself the opportunity to learn and understand so much more about such a vast and important subject. Yes. So I really just try to synthesize the parts of that that matter and kind of you know, give that to, the, to people so that they can then go off and, and, and tackle whatever they want to tackle in the future.
0: Yeah, I think I'm one of those people who need that help. I think I got like a C in nutrition class. <laughs> Barely remember anything. <laughs> I have a friend who's a financial
1: advisor. She's got a YouTube channel. Shout quick shout out to Erica. Mm-hmm. You haven't actually worked with her yet, but you might yeah. she might come on and <laughs> she might be somebody you're interested in talking to. Erica Kolberg.
0: Oh yes. Has she been on? No. You know what I'm, I'm talking trying about? To, I've, I've been trying to get in contact. Oh, with her, Erica's so. great. I'll, I'll, if you, if you, I'll connect you. Oh, yeah. Erica's great.
1: We we link up every every month for a for a sit down. We talk about you know business, life, all that. Okay. Close friend, wonderful girl. Cool. Um, great channel on personal finance and law. And anyways, you see how this whole thing connects, crazy, man. Right? I was trying to reach <laughs> out to her. Uh, we link up all the time. A few weeks She's ago, great. Yeah. She's great. She's great. Yeah. Um, oh, I just lost my train of thought there. What was the connect with Erica? Uh, Erica finds oh um nutrition nutrition yes very quickly. You were just saying I got to see nutrition class. The point is new nu- um I think. Literacy. We always, whenever we talk, she's always shocked by the level of um, how low the level of financial literacy is for people, like worldwide. Yes. not just in the states, not just in Pam, but like people really just don't even know the most the most basic things. And so I've learned a tremendous amount from her. And um she's very very savvy she really knows her stuff and likewise on the fitness side like she's compl- like she is me relative to to fitness and finance so yeah. she's like i have no idea like, <laughs> so it's very interesting we you know the exchanges are really powerful and we always leave inspired and again she's a she's a great person and a, yeah. a very good educator so anyways i think on the on the nutrition I'm sorry on the fitness side one of my big goals is to just you know through all of the things i do whether it's go fitness or whatever is really to just educate and empower people um because I think it's through being educated that you you build empowerment. Like knowledge is power, straight up. When you when you know, Definitely. when you really know, um, you can you can accomplish incredible things. And the, and the the um, the uh, maybe it's a, I don't know if it's a parable or an idiom, but the idea being that if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, but if you teach him to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. Exactly. And I could not agree more. So it's not about getting the quick result and just being done with it. It's about learning how to replicate that success. It ideally, in all walks of life, but at least in my capacity in the fitness space, so that you know once you accomplish your goal you 're going to have another one so then how do you work towards that? You start off by educating yourself, build a plan da 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 so it 's very methodical but it it works and when you apply the when you apply the process, the process works
0: cool man so yeah. um anything you know going into twenty twenty one anything new coming from what you do as a as a health coach or sogo fitness just talk about it so
1: first of all i, I can't not say this so i'll be having uh my first child <laughs> oh yeah it's coming this actually come, I, this want, come, I wanted to talk to you coming, about that thanks for bringing coming, that up this coming year so uh i am looking forward to inviting the future got a cramp here man oh you're right you're right do what yeah you see that do, do i you, haven't been working out man <laughs> <laughs> this should be video this would be yeah, should, yeah i know <laughs> <laughs>
0: a- 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 it is a sign i need to go to sogo fitness <laughs> <laughs> um
1: yeah, uh, yeah go right? ahead man yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, 2021 the idea is um uh on the so on a personal front we'll be welcoming the future yes boy, boy girl don't know yet that's exciting congrats uh, man congrats. now uh that's 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 thrilling um additionally on i mean Best case scenario next year we do have the Olympics here. Okay. Um I'm supposed to be collaborating with a pretty cool organization to do uh not necessarily to be involved with what's going on with the Olympics per se but mm-hmm. the Olympic they've built out it's kind of I don't know if it's called I think they're calling it like the Olympic Garden this area where gotcha. um they'll be doing all kinds of events and they'll have different kinds of foods and all this stuff over near uh Odaiba kind of Okay hopefully goes through and I'll be doing some exciting work there with, um, an organization here in Tokyo, if that, (laughs) if that goes through. And then on a coaching level, I just want to continue to share what it is I know and love with more people. So, um, the, you know, growing, uh, you could say growing the biz is obviously important to me, but, but honestly, even more than that is just fundamentally helping more people. Like I really, I really love what I do. (laughs) And And that's, and you're lucky, man. (laughs) I, it's a blessing. It is a blessing. And so I really want to just continue to grow that, continue growing Sogo Fitness to just touch more people again, whether foreign or Japanese and just Mm. share the, you know, share the, again, the joy of, of exercise, of sweating, of um, moving one's body with the world, especially here in Japan. So yeah, it's exciting. I I mean, I, I want to just continue growing and scaling what it is I'm doing right now. And, um, I, I man, I think again being here in Tokyo and doing what we're doing, building our own little, yeah, you know, projects. It's a beautiful country to do those things in, and I, and I
0: I'm blessed. I'm privileged, and um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited, man. Cool, I'm, man. I'm just excited. Yeah. Well, before we get out of here, uh, you know, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yes. We'll talk about your platforms real quick. So.
1: Uh, I, I'm probably most active on Facebook and Instagram. So you can search for me there. My website is menyahinga.com, N-E-N-Y-A-H-I-N-G-A.com. Uh, my practice is MH Health Coaching and, um, SoGo Fitness. You can find us through our website. You can find us through Facebook, CoFit, same website, Facebook or in, I mean Instagram as well. Mm. Um, I recently started a YouTube channel. And that's the same title, says so Menya Hinga, and I'm focused on basically fitness habits and health from Japan, in a sense, to the world. So I think my 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 career has evolved obviously in a certain way as a result of being here in Japan. Mm-hmm. And what I'm hoping to do with my YouTube channel is uh, is show that and show some of the ways in which maybe what it is I do is a little bit different than maybe i don't want to say your average but essentially your average uh american trainer slash coach slash uh maybe micro influencer gotcha (laughs) so yeah so youtube instagram facebook all that stuff it's all Menyhinga hinga you can find me anywhere
0: cool man yeah appreciate you for coming through and nice to finally meet you this is great yeah i mean i love these i again
1: this is this is always enriching i really appreciate this thank you for having me on yeah
0: same man and uh Before we get out of here, you can uh listen to Tokyo Speaks anywhere. Just Google Tokyo Speaks, Spotify, or you can just go to tokyospeaks.com to listen to new episodes. Also, I'm I have a blog series that I'm gonna come with soon. Haven't started it yet, but yeah, do some Q and A's with people. And uh what else? So actually, this is the last episode of the year, man. Yeah. Yeah, so oh, I'm gonna to I'm gonna support. take a break after this episode mm-hmm. um and i'll You've come... just been so moved by what we exactly man. I, just, I just need a break man. <laughs> no usually I, I take a break around the end of the year okay so maybe two three weeks but okay. so yeah i'll be back we'll be back in the new year with new episodes 2021 yep uh, so yeah man appreciate it uh and last thing i want to say is uh sun's out guns out hey <laughs> our chant we go
1: sun's out guns out sun's out guns out sun's out guns out yeah oh man you gotta, gotta come out i gotta, Sunday gotta go Sunday morning you gotta, you gotta come out
0: fun. i gotta go man i will oh, all right all right that's it man thank you minya thank you all right peace Bye.